For most children, this is the last Sunday of the winter holidays. And all the children and youth go, oh, okay. So for most children, this is the last Sunday of the holiday. <laughs> so this is our last uh, family service for this season. Next Sunday, parents, please take note and pass to around. Next Sunday, Kids Church opens. So uh, bring your children, okay? They're going to have a lack of time at uh, Kids Church. Today, we're all together here. And um, yeah, so during the next week or two, the universities and, and schools will resume their normal function. For those of us not studying, uh, today is the first Sunday of the second semester. Can you believe it? Half the year is gone. That's amper karsvius, man. Almost Christmas. Ladies, are you planning already what to do for Christmas lunch? Before you know it, it's going to be upon us. And so how's it going? How's it going with the schoolwork? How's it going with your projects? How's it going with your plans? Remember, just the other day, it was January, and we were talking about New Year and plans and purposes and goals. And how's it going? Are you, are you on top of it? Maybe, boys and girls, you've, you've, you've wanted to do better in some subject and it's not going all that well. Maybe some of you, of you older guys are a little bit behind on your goals, on your schedules, or on your projects. And, and, and middle of the year is always a, a kind of a trying time. At least for me, I like to take some time and kind of evaluate the first six months and where are we going the next six months. And um, sometimes you're not quite on track. We're not quite achieving all the objectives we wanted to achieve. And I wonder how many this morning here today need some courage to carry on so you can finish well and achieve your objectives. I wonder. I'm not going to ask you to put up a hand, but I know I'm sure at least two or three of you uh, need some encouragement this morning. So keep on listening because you'll be encouraged today. In fact, this morning, I don't know if you've noticed, but we have been singing words like this. Look what we've been singing this morning. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. <laughs> huh? Things like, I'm going to sing in the middle of the storm. Things like, when I walk through the waters, I won't be overcome. When I go through the rivers, I will not be drowned. My God will make a way so I will not be afraid. Mm. Huh? <laughs> We've sung things like, I'll stand before the giant declaring victory. I lay down my old flame to carry your new fire today. Where, who the sun sets free is free indeed. And I am who you say I am. Come on. That's what we've been singing this morning. Were you paying attention? Or are you just following the words on the screen? Moses, Old Testament, Jesus, Moses, or you singing from your heart, the coração. So now, these words we've been singing, I don't know about you, but they sound like words of courage to me. Huh? And, 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 and today, we are going to look at the life of an Old Testament hero who had great courage, a guy called Moses. Remember last, last Sunday and this Sunday, we're talking about Old Testament heroes, spoke about old, old Abraham last Sunday. And today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Moses, an Old Testament hero, and, and a man who showed courage. We'll be encouraged to face the second semester or to encourage our challenges by the courage of Moses. But before we continue, just take a look at the short video clip. Old Testament heroes. Moses. God helped Moses. Today's verse is Exodus 3, 11 and 12. 
But Moses said, Who am I to go to the king and lead your people out of Egypt? God replied, I will be with you, and you will know that I'm the one who sent you. So God tells Moses to go back to Egypt and tell Pharaoh to let his people go. And Moses says, I don't want to. And God says, I want you to. And Moses says, I can't. And God says, you can. And Moses says, will you come with me? And God says, of course I will. And so Moses goes back to Egypt to face down Pharaoh. This is a story about a man Who faced a stubborn king that didn't understand That when you park your stubborn self right in God's way Let's just assume you're gonna have a lousy day Oh, there were gnats and frogs And the river turned to blood And there were flies and boils And the cows fell with the thud And then the locusts came and ate up all the crops And there was hail and darkness But it wouldn't stop saying no Hmm, what a stubborn little king, eh? He kept on saying no to God, amen? But he had to eventually One day he had to and he let God's people go from Egypt. That was a stubborn king. But listen, I, I said about, wait a minute, I said that Moses was a man of courage. But did you notice in the video that as God was talking to Moses, he kept on finding excuses? That doesn't sound like a man of great courage, does it? Huh. He found a lot of excuses. But God said that he would go with Moses. And so eventually, Moses did do what God wanted him to do. Now, Moses had a very long life. I mean, this dude, he like lived for 120 years. And so obviously, guys, I'm not going to talk about the whole life of Moses. There's no way I'm going to cover 120 years in 20 minutes. Amen? And so we're not going to talk about his whole life. We're just going to cover this little portion where he has this little encounter with the burning bush. Okay, and you're going to talk about that. Uh, Dr. Moody, D.L. Moody once said that uh, something about Moses. He said this, Moses spent 40 years thinking that he was somebody. The first 40 years of his life, Moses thought he was somebody. Then he spent 14 years learning that he was nobody. And then he spent 14 years discovering what God can do with a nobody. Huh? Think about that. In the first 40 years of the life of Moses, he grew up as a prince in Egypt. I mean, the boy, he had everything. He had riches, he had power, he had fame, he had influence. He lacked nothing. But then he found out that these things don't last. Trying to defend an Israelite, one of his own people, Moses killed an Egyptian man. And when the king found out about this, he wanted to kill Moses. And so Moses ran away to the desert. And there, he became a shepherd. Nobody knew about him. He lived a simple life. And he learned that he was a nobody. He had no fame, no power, no riches, working hard for a living. And he spent 14 years out in the desert. Nobody. Nobody knew about Moses. Moses, who's Moses? Nobody knew about him. But then, the part of the story of Moses that we're looking at today happened when Moses was about 80 years old. 
We've got a few 80 years old and thereabouts and near 80s in this church, okay? I'm talking to you guys now, all right? 80 years old. And the last 40 years of Moses' life, he had an incredible adventure with God and learned what God can do with a nobody or what God can do with somebody who knows that he's a nobody without God but knows that he's a somebody with God. Huh? There's a difference there, right? And those of you who are near 80s or in the 80s, take note. Your life ain't over until God says it's over. Some people, they start like slowing down. Oh, I'm 60, I'm 65, I'm 70. No, put on neutral. Yeah. No, 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 no. It ain't over. Until God says it's over. And you can have adventure with God well into your senior years. Amen? This conversation with Moses had with God uh, in the burning bush is found in Exodus chapter 3. If you read chapter 3, you hear this whole conversation that Moses had with God. Moses is minding his sheep when he sees a bush on fire in the desert. Now, this is nothing unusual. In the desert, bushes get on fire all the time. It is dry, the bush gets dry, and, and they heat up, and sometimes at night, little dew drops form on the branches, and in the morning as the sun comes up, those dew drops sometimes concentrate the, the rays of sun, and if it hits on a dry little twig, that thing catches fire. Next thing you know, the whole bush is on fire. And as Moses was tending his sheep, often, he'd say, oh, there's a burning bush, and they go in flame, and then just burn out. However, this day, he's walking, and he sees a bush on fire. And he says, ach, nochien. But then he looks again and this bush is on fire, but it's not burning. It's looking as fresh as ever with fire on top of it. And so Moses says, hey, i got to see this, man. Listen, here's a warning, guys. If you ever walk in the felt and you see something on fire, a bush on fire that doesn't get burned, don't go near it. It could change your life. You could come out of that experience with a whole new life assignment. And that's what happened with Moses. Curious Moses. He goes near to this bush and next thing, this bush starts talking to him. I am God. <laughs> wow. And he begins of this conversation with God. And we're going to learn a couple of lessons of courage from Moses. And that experience he had, and the event that followed that burning bush experience. Here's the first lesson. You need courage to pursue your God-given desire. Did you hear that? You need courage to pursue your God-given desire. Listen, at different times in our lives, we, we know that there's, there's, a, there's a thing that comes up in us. We need to do something. Something with our lives, in our lives, something in church, something for God, something for our community, something for our family. And we know that this is something, it's not just my idea, it's a God idea. It's a good thing, it's a challenge. I know I've got to do this. But it's bigger than me. It's bigger than myself. I cannot do this. So I need courage from God to be able to do what I feel and think and believe I should do. Now you must understand, folks, 
this thing of setting God's people free, Moses had a desire. Moses had a desire to see the Egyptians, the, the, the Israelites, free from slavery in Egypt. He wanted to see his people free. He didn't want to see the Israelites suffering as slaves in Egypt. That desire he had long ago when he was still a prince in Egypt. That's why he tried to interfere. That's why he tried to defend his people. Moses had a desire. A God-given desire was in him. And now, years later, he's eight years old. God kind of taps him on the shoulder and says, Hey, Abraham, uh, Moses, remember that desire that you have and that you've been lying dormant now for 40 years as you've been wandering the desert? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that desire. Now, he was an old man of 80 years old. And God reminds him of that desire. Listen, to pursue a God-given desire is not easy at any age. But imagine pursuing God's desire at 80 years old. Huh? Can't be easy. What you need? Courage. You need courage. That's lesson number one, guys. You're going to pursue God's desire. You need courage. It takes courage to pursue God's given desire. Lesson number two. That's another lesson we learned from from Moses here. You need courage to start again after failing. Did you hear that? You need courage to start again after failing. Now listen, failing is part of life. Just face it. Embrace it. Embrace the pain. Failing is part of life. Now, nobody likes to fail. But we all fail at something or another. We might fail at a sport event. We might fail at baking or cooking. Fail at losing weight sometimes. We try something and fail, guys. In school, maybe you, you've been wanting to do better in a certain subject and you've been not been doing it. Do better at sport and you haven't. Uh, uh, guys are achieving certain goals in your business, in your life. Uh, and, and you just don't seem to get there, man. You try hard and you put all the effort and all the work and sometimes, somehow you can't get there. Failing is part of life. However, one of the hardest failures to deal with is when you fail at pursuing a God-given purpose. You start this project. You start the thing. And you believe God has called you to do this. And then you fail. And what do you do? You pull back. You withdraw. You go and hide in a corner. Like Moses. He goes off to the desert. Far, far away. From anything that would remind him of his God-given dream. It is hard to fail. And so it takes a special courage to start again Moses had tried to send a message to his people to say that he was, he was there for them, that he would do something to save them, only to have both his people and the Egyptians turn against him. How's that for failure? Huh? Both groups turn against him. Hey, And now God wants him to go back. Are you kidding? I almost got killed and I was only 40 back then. I could still run. Now I'm 80. I can make stock here, so man. 
You want me to go there and face those dudes again? Listen, guys, it takes courage to start again after failing. What are your failures? What are the failures and drawbacks that you have had in this first semester of the year that you need to have courage to pursue in the second semester? Perhaps subjects in school you wanted to to do better at. Perhaps projects at work that you want to achieve more. What are your life goals that seem to have been wasted and you're losing that desire to pursue them and to stay there? Perhaps you've missed your productivity goals. Perhaps you're behind in achieving what you wanted to achieve this year. And God is saying to you and me this morning, have courage to do it again. Even though you failed last time. Even though you did not do as well as you thought you would do. Moses needed courage to start again. We need courage to start again sometimes. And the Lord is saying to us this morning, I will be with you. Amen? I will be with you. But I, I, I can hear you guys sitting over there and thinking, yeah, no way, pastor. I failed once and I'm not going to set up myself to fail again. Or, or some of you are saying, pastor, I'm, I'm getting too old for this, man. No ways, you know. Or, or someone is just saying, Ugh, but I'm, I'm not good enough. I just cannot do this. Well, this leads me to the final point this morning. Our final courage lesson from Moses. Here it is. You need courage to do God's will in spite of your excuses. You may say amen to that. Because you're so quiet because you and I know that we make lots of excuses, don't we? Moses, Moses was full of them. And you may have many and varied excuses. Moses had a bunch of excuses. I, 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 my God, I, I, I've been in the desert for, 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 for 40 years. I don't talk to anybody except my sheep. They go, and now that's how I talk. I talk like a sheep. That's a good excuse, isn't it? God says, no. <laughs> but, 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 but. And, he, and go and read Exodus 3. He puts one excuse. Guys, he, it's one excuse after the other. I, I, it, it's unbelievable. Listen, here, here is Moses. He's standing in front of a sign and a wonder. Here is this bush. It's on fire, but it's as fresh as ever. It's not burning. Wow, it's a miracle. On top of that, this bush is talking to him. He can hear God talking to him audibly. So he's in the presence of God. He knows in the presence of God. And Moses gives himself the luxury of making excuses to the God that is telling him to go. Wow, Moses, Sisman, how can you do that? And we are sitting very quietly over here this morning because you and I know that we do the same, don't we? Right. We know God wants us to do this or to give that or to go there or to say that. And we go, Lord, I would love to, but 
dot, dot, dot. I haven't got time, I'm too busy, I don't have enough, I'm not gifted, I'm not like her or him or them. Choose somebody else, God, they'll do a better job than I'd ever do. Excuses, excuses, excuses. Hello? Say amen, oh my, ouch, say something, guys. <laughs> okay, I'm talking to the right crowd, right? The, the beautiful thing is that God does not get irritated with excuses of Moses. God simply says, Moses, I will be with you. It's okay, go. I will be with you. In spite of your excuses, go and do my will. And I will be with you. So Moses goes. It takes courage to do God's will. In spite of your excuses. But it can be done. When you trust that you are not alone. When you realize that you are a nobody without God. But with God in your life, you are somebody. I'm a child of God. Yes, I am. And because I'm a child of God, I'm going to face this. I'm going to face a storm. I'm going to face a difficulty. I'm going to try again and again and again. And I'm going to do what God has called me to do. So Moses goes back and he gets resistance. He gets resistance from the Egyptians. Resistance from the Israelites. Resistance all over the place. But he spends the next 40 years of his life getting the Israelites out of slavery out of Egypt and all the way to the boundaries of the promised land. That land that God had promised Abraham all those years ago. Remember last week when we studied about Abraham and God made the promises and one of them is to give them a land, Canaan, their own land? Well, years later, Abraham never saw that, pro that promise that God made to Abraham, but Moses gets to take the people right there. What an adventure! Because he had the courage. He had the courage to do this. Amen? And so, do you have excuses as you face this next semester? Or this next season in your life? Or any future project or business or anything that you're doing? Any situation in your life? Do you have excuses? As you face your challenges at this time? The Lord is saying to you and to me today... I've heard your excuses. I know every single one of them. But go anyway. I will be with you. And, and as the Apostle Paul said many years later, if God is for us, who can be against us? That's in Romans 8.31. So let us trust the Lord today to help us, to have courage to do what? To pursue our God-given dreams and purposes. Have courage to start again after failing. And have courage to do God's will in spite of your excuses. And guess what? Just like God helped Moses. Huh? Are you ready? Just like God helped Moses what? Hint, it's on the board. Just like God helped Moses, he? Amen. Let's make it personal. 
Just like God helped Moses, he will help me. Let's say it together. Just like God helped Moses, he will help me. Now turn somebody next to you and make it to them. Just like God helped Moses, he will help you. Amen. Do you believe that? Can you put your faith to that today? Huh? Then let's stand up and let us pray. And then let us leave this place this morning with courage to go and face this second semester, to go and face the, the new things in our life, the issues, the, the seasons, whatever it is, and do it with great courage. Let us pray. Father God, thank you for your word this morning. And thank you still for the life of Moses. So many of these stories you've lived in your word. And, and your, your heroes, Lord God, are such normal human beings like us. Moses is a hero of faith. He's dead in Hebrews 11. One of the heroes of faith. And yet, he's a guy just like us. Filled with personal fears and, and uncertainties and insecurities. And we can relate to old Moses today, God. In our lives, no matter how young or how old we are, we can relate to him. We also have fears and insecurities and, and weaknesses in our lives, Lord. We have a bunch of excuses too, Lord. But God, just like you blessed and used Moses, won't you come and bless and use us, Lord? Give us that courage as well. We ask you, Lord God, and, and, and we, 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 we won't take steps of faith this morning to do and become what you want us to do and what you want us to become. My brothers and sisters, while you are busy praying like this, while you're while you standing right there, maybe God is tapping you on your shoulder and, and reminding you of something that you need to do, of, of maybe some project you need to start again, of maybe something that you've been wanting to give up, and God is saying to you today, don't give up. Whatever it is that you've been sensing the Spirit talking to you this morning, won't you right now, quietly, privately between you and God, won't you just surrender that to God? And, and, and just, just confess to him your fear, your insecurity. But then just say, I will do it, Lord. I'm going to take courage from today's lesson. And because I know that you're with me, I will do this. Come on, make that personal prayer, that commitment to God right now. Right where you are, quietly. As you begin a new term, in school, in varsity. At your work, with your family, with your friends. Whatever it is. Renewed hope. Renewed faith. Renewed strength. Father, I pray this morning, Lord God, that you touch every life. The children, the youth, the adults, the older folks. To each one of us, Father. According to where we are, our stage in life. Want you today, Lord God, please. Bring renewed strength, renewed faith, renewed hope in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, touch every life. I know you, you, you have already been working our lives this morning in a time of worship as we've been in your presence. I pray that you continue doing that this morning, Lord God. And that we leave this place with a sense of renewed courage to face the rest of this year. To face whatever it is that we need to face in our lives with great courage. I pray your blessing upon each one, God, in the name of Jesus. Receive the blessing now. May the love of God the Father, may the grace and the peace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and may the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be upon each one of you, giving you great courage day by day.
to do what God wants you to do. To be and become what God wants you to become. Amen. And amen. Have a great day. Have a great week. Amen. Give God the glory. See you next week. Amen. God bless you.